0: Hi, welcome to a new Husker Hub Explains video. In this video, I'll be going over the different types of federal loans that someone could be eligible for, whether you're a student or potentially a parent of a dependent student, as well as eligibility requirements and important information you should know when it comes to federal student loans, um, whether you're a first-time borrower or if you've borrowed loans in the past. Let's get started. In this video, we'll be going over the different types of federal loans that are available, as well as important information to have when it comes to these loans. We'll first go over the different types of federal student loan options. First, for undergraduate students, there is the federal direct subsidized loan or the federal direct unsubsidized loan. The Federal Direct Subsidized Loan is a need-based loan, so that can look different for many students. The Federal Direct Unsubsidized Loan is not a need-based loan, and the difference between both loans is that the subsidized loan is not accruing interest while a student is enrolled in school, while the unsubsidized loan does accrue interest as the loan is being used. Both of these loans, they do not require repayment while a student is enrolled at least half-time in school and they have a six-month grace period after they graduate or drop below halftime before repayment is required. For graduate students, they have two different types of loans, the Federal Direct Unsubsidized Loan or the Federal Direct Graduate Plus Loan. The unsubsidized loan does accrue interest as it's being used. It also is in deferment or where repayment is not required. Again, as long as the student is enrolled at least halftime, For the Federal Direct Graduate Plus loan, this does have a credit check required, but no application is required. When students accept this loan on MyRed, a credit check is sent in for them on their behalf. This loan also accrues interest while it is in use and can also be deferred for repayment while a student is enrolled at least half time. Now there's a federal parent loan option. This is the parent plus loan. This is only available to parents of enrolled undergraduate students, and there is an application from the parent that is required. This application can be found on the student aid website, and there will be a credit check required with the application. Parents are notified immediately upon completing the application, whether approved or denied, and this is where parents can find the application. They will need to log in with their own FSA ID that was created for the FAFSA. Additionally, if a parent is borrowing this loan for the first time, they will have to complete a master promissory note. For this loan, they can request deferment of repayment while the student is in school for up to six months after. This does have to be requested in the application. Again, this is a loan under the parent name and the parent is solely responsible for this loan. Moving forward, these are the eligibility requirements for those loans, as well as for deferment of the loans. So here you can see the amount of credits a student needs to be enrolled in to be considered halftime, both for undergraduate students, as well as graduate students. Students must also be making satisfactory academic progress. If you are unfamiliar with satisfactory academic progress or SAP, then there is a Husker Hub Explains video that goes into depth about this topic. We recommend watching it in order to be more aware of what SAP is and how to maintain the eligibility for federal aid through SAP. And lastly, there is loan counseling required if it is your first time borrowing a student loan. If you're an undergraduate student, you'd have to complete the entrance counseling and master promissory note if this is your first time ever borrowing federal student loans. For graduate students, if you are required to complete any of these items, a checklist item will appear on your MyRed. And again, for parents, if you do the Parent PLUS loan and are approved, then you would be required to do the master promissory note. All of these can be found on studentaid.gov, and for undergraduate students, if you're needing assistance with the Entrance Counseling or Master Promissory Note, there's also a Husker Hub Explains video that goes over these topics. In this section, I want to discuss a little bit about responsible borrowing, such as knowing the maximum amount in loans that you are able to borrow, depending on your academic grade level as well as just some things to consider when it comes to borrowing loans. So first, you can see the maximum amount of loans that can be borrowed by going to the Federal Student Aid website. On the studentaid.gov website, if you hover over this menu here and select undergraduate and graduate loans, you will be taken to this page. On this page, if you scroll down, and link in the section, how much can I borrow? You can see here it's broken down by grade level as well as whether a student is dependent or independent as determined by FAFSA. So when looking at the loan limits that you can have as a either first year, second year, third year and beyond or graduate student, please be sure that you are looking at the right section whether you're dependent or independent. We also talk about other things to consider for the loans, uh, such as interest rate. So interest rate and knowing what the interest rate is for your loan can determine how much it is that you're going to want to borrow if you're not necessarily needing the maximum amount. Um, So this page goes over not only how interest adds up and what happens with unpaid interest. Here you can see the different fixed interest rate amounts for undergraduate, graduate, and parent. Again, these are fixed interest rate for the life of the loan and can change from year to year. You can also view what interest is and how interest is calculated uh, by scrolling down further. There is a lot of important information on this page. Something else to consider is that these loans do have an origination fee or a loan fee. So if students are planning on borrowing just an exact amount needed for remainder of their balance or whatever it is they might need the loan for we also think it's important that students take into account the loan fee so the amount that is accepted to borrow will not be the amount that is dispersed it is typically a little bit lower you can see here what the origination fee is for direct subsidized and direct unsubsidized loans as well as for the direct plus loans and now for information on repayment Your loan servicer will be assigned to you after you have borrowed a loan and it has been dispersed. And you can always find your loan servicer on the Federal Student Aid website by logging in with your FSA ID and going to your dashboard. So once you're logged in, your dashboard will be located here on the right-hand side. You should also receive communication about who your loan servicer is via mail and email. It's important to keep your contact information up to date on the federal student aid website that is where the loan lenders will receive your contact information now other resources that may be beneficial to students when it comes to loans or management of money is cash course through the uh, big red resilience so financial well-being is an important topic so if you go to cash course provided by big red resilience and well-being You're able to get information on how to budget, um, use a financial calculator, determine how long it may take you to pay back your loans, things of that nature. Um, So you can access cash scores by going to resilience.unl.edu. There is also a loan simulator located on the Federal Student Aid website. This website can help find strategies for loan repayment, as well as if in the future you may be struggling with student loans, um, as well as if you maybe wanna borrow more, they can simulate what it would look like if you do borrow more money. That's all for this video, but if you're wanting to check out other Husker Hub Explained video resources, you can go to huskerhub.unl.edu, hover over the resources tab, and the first option will take you to our menu with different topics that we've gone over. We are always open to new ideas or suggestions for other videos that we could create that may be beneficial to students. You can contact us via any of these methods, or if you have any questions and would like to reach out to us, you can do so here. Thank you.